and we are here not back because it's our first one <laughs> um welcome to our podcast guys it's called server well confessions um it is going to be a weekly podcast are we doing weekly i mean we're gonna record once a week we'll see Maybe. how many we'll see how many we get out it also depends whether we want to do half hour or an hour true also that also we work a lot a lot so uh, <laughs> getting that. the days off <laughs> um pilots we'll say weekly right now yeah um may come out bi-weekly it's gonna be like a server bartender industry life podcast all the shit you want to talk about when you're at a table when you want to say to guests we're gonna talk about it Mm -hmm. um myself i have been bartending what's your name yeah i guess i should say my name (laughs) hey my name's jessica (laughs) thank you (laughs) see i'm nervous it's okay it's Um, your first time i'm sweating a little bit i'm I'm also hot and fat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wear leggings. (laughs) I am wearing leggings. That is my go-to daily outfit. Um, My name is Jessica. I have been in the industry for 16 years. So I've been, yeah, I know. You're 14. I look like I'm 12, but I have Everybody says you're 12. Yeah, but I'm not. Also 14, you can get married in Utah with parental consent. Hell yeah. So you could be bartending (laughs) and, and pregnant. Oh, God. Okay. But yeah, so I've been in the industry oh for 15. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> We're gonna edit a lot out. Yeah. Um, I've been serving since I was 15, because I'm gonna be 31. Um, okay. I have been bartending, Jesus, for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years when I turn 31. Yikes. So as soon as you turn 21. Is immediately, even before. Honestly, we like won't. They were just waiting for you. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've done nightlife, I've done bars, I've done corporate restaurants, I've done little like banquets. It, yeah, I've you done been, it all. You ever been a shot girl? Yes, <laughs> I have been a shot girl. I was not twenty one, but the money was great when I was eighteen. Is it legal to be a shot? Nope. Girl? All right. Then. Wasn't at all. Where was this? <laughs> I. It's not actually. It's not around anymore. It was a club called Republic in Chicago. Oh, is it in Chicago? Yeah, it got shut down. Oh, so, oh, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> The reason when we stopped four, doing it. fourteen-year-old shot girls going around. I was eighteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. We're regressing. I was in the club scene for a while, unfortunately. Club girl diaries. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. How about you? <laughs> uh, my, my name's Danny Friedman. I have been in the industry literally since I moved to Chicago, which is almost ten years. Um, I've only worked at two bars within a two-block radius of one another. Tight. Uh, both like kind of tavern sports bar kind of things. I started out as a bar back and then slowly started doing more and more. One day it was just really busy and the server said, get me my fucking drink. And I got them their drink. And then from that point on, the other, like the other managers just kind of stopped doing stuff so that they could drink and let me do stuff. And they started paying me more. And then here we are. But my experience is not nearly as much as yours. <laughs> like I said, it's literally 10 years. I'm 31. Uh, You're not 31. I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, where okay. did two years just <laughs> go? <laughs> I'm 31. Oh, right. I'm not you. I'm actually not even 31. I'm actually wearing leggings now. <laughs> <laughs> you have blonde hair, I'm pigtails. I'm wearing yeah. a headband. <laughs> Uh, before moving to Chicago, literally the only service industry experience I ever had was working at a crappy little sandwich place in Salt Lake City, where I found out the owner was selling ecstasy in coffee mugs. Hell yeah! Uh, out the drive-through. Yeah, that's you had, you fantastic. Had, you ordered a certain size of coffee to go that we didn't have, 
and that meant there were drugs in it. Shut up. Yeah. That's a thing? That's a thing. Well, I guess there's not much else to do in Salt Lake, right? There's literally nothing. Besides you do being so, you do Mormon. So, you do so much drugs. Ugh. Like, it It used to be one of the meth capitals of the U.S. But really? I think I think every every state has a meth capital of the U.S. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean... I guarantee there's several in Illinois. Chico is the meth capital of Dude, California. Chico is just the ass of <laughs> Chico is the ass of California. I hate Chico. I hate Chico. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we can, go, we can go on about Chico all day. I have lots of stories about but, Chico. Uh, that's not me what this too. is about. I fucking hate Chico. This isn't Chico Confessions. No, it's Server Well Confessions. I have been wanting to do this forever. I lived in Las Vegas for about three years, and I would sit in the server well with my coworkers, and the shit that would come out of our mouths would make me cry laughing. And it's just, it only makes sense if you've done it. I think that everybody in their life should work in the service industry for it, at least a year. It doesn't matter what. Like, I tell yeah. everybody, I don't care if you're washing dishes in a hotel. I don't care if you're doing linens in a hotel. Something where you have to clean up after people's shit. That and have to deal with the general public because mm-hmm. the meanest people I've ever met are people that I have waited on. Mm-hmm. And it's it's what it is. I get it. But You know, you know they came out with a study that said that servers have a more stressful life like an actual scientific study i read it on the internet it's real it's that, real. that means it's real yeah it's on a science site <laughs> um that i get on facebook so it yeah. has to be legit Clickbait. that that <laughs> servers have a more stressful life than neurosurgeons i i agree i'm not i'm not discrediting a neurosurgeon because i can't operate on a brain also a neurosurgeon's not like you're dealing with brain right like it can't talk back to you it can't be mean it can't be mean it can't say why is my soup cold what what was the one? Oh, how hard is your job oh, oh yeah. okay all right i mean that movie waiting is really spot on. the movie i was thinking about that on my way down here today about that i wanted to talk on waiting that it is the most accurate portrayal of like a bartender server life that i've ever watched I, i've never like i don't know why but i've never looked into like who wrote it who directed it because i'm just captivated by ryan reynolds eyes. again me too yeah yeah him but but i've never actually looked into who wrote it but they had to have worked in the industry because everything it's every <laughs> everything that they do and say and how customers are in that movie is spot on a hundred percent i honestly i will say though the over the top of the back of house is not like that no you know like I actually, I was thinking another thing today when we were going to talk about everything. I'll bring it up later on about, about like, have you ever messed with somebody's food? Mm. And in the movie, they show that it's like a normal thing. It's not that I know of. I mean, I'm not saying this just because the cameras are on. <laughs> My camera, I mean microphones. Microphone. There's no cameras. There'll be cameras here. eventually. Um, there won't be weird stuff. Like, I've never seen anybody fuck with anybody's food in no. any kitchen I've been around. Yeah. The only time I've ever even heard about it is, like, right when that movie came out, I think I was a, I think I was a sophomore in college. Well, you're 31, so, you I'm know. 31. Do the math. I lost two years. <laughs> I look good for 30. Actually, I look terrible for 31. Fuck, I look good for 33. I just almost wasted White Claw, and there's a shortage, okay? Yeah, that's a bad thing. We know. Terrible. Um... But they, I had a group of friends that worked at Chili's, and they're like, oh, yeah, we do that shit all the time back in the kitchen. I was like, don't sound cool. That's not, yeah, it's not. You're not doing that. Right. I, like, I can, I know, one, I with 100% honesty, say I have never done that. Like, the only reason you're saying that you do that is because, like, that place in waiting is mimicked after a Chili's slash Applebee's slash, slash Fridays, yeah. So you don't do that. And don't. Dane Cook was cool in 2004. Yeah. 
why God only knows. All right. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go back to what I was saying is that I've been wanting to do this. What I originally wanted to do was when we were in the server well was put up a camera. Like these are just thoughts that 26-year-old Jessica is thinking about. And I realized that a lot of shit that is said can't be said. Mm-hmm. But it was the funniest thing. And then a couple years ago, I started listening to podcasts. And I was like, I can do this. And then I met you, you beautiful angel. I'm so beautiful. And we <laughs> had 30, a moment at the Cubs game, and I was like, yo, we're doing this. Yo. I think it can happen. I think that it people relate to it. According to what I've read online, <laughs> which I don't think is accurate, but there are 80 million servers in the U.S. This one is probably not true, but it says that there's like 611, 100,000, half a million there bartenders. Thanks. Half a million plus 100. I know math. Um <laughs> Golly. So, yeah, we'll say, like, half a million bartenders, which is bullshit. I but mean, the 80 million part sounds legit because, I mean, for most people, that's their first job. Yeah. And that's your interim job. A lot of college students, a lot of even, like, we live in a pretty shitty economy. And if people get laid off from one thing, it's, what's your next best bet? I can work in the street. Like, I've done, like, that's another reason everybody should work in it at some point or another because it's something... Like, as kind of crappy as it is to say for those of us that are in it full time, (laughs) it's something that everybody can fall back on. Yeah. Like, anybody, like, there's always job opportunities. Obviously, you're not getting a job at a fucking steakhouse. Oh, like a, like a. Yeah. You're you're not getting. What the hell am I trying to say? Like, you're, you just got laid off and you really need a job. Unless you know a bunch of people, you're not getting some job that's paying you 500 bucks a night. Like a five, like a fine dining type place. But you can get a job at said Applebee's or Chili's or whatever that, you know what, you can make, you can make a hundred bucks a night and you know, you're making your minimum wage or whatever. And that's, that's, it's better than sitting watching TV for a couple hours when you have bills to pay. Right. So it's something that everybody can at least fall back on. Yeah. I mean, that's where I started. I started at a, can we say names? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Um, I started at, (laughs) I started at a famous Dave's and I started as a host and it was where I live. Uh, you just go down the street and it's restaurant, 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 restaurant. So I went down up and down the street and was like, are you guys hiring? I'm 16. I can host blah, blah, blah. And I finally got hired at this place. And then I eventually moved up to a server. Then I moved up to a bartender. Then I moved up to like a certified trainer, which is corporate's way of saying we're not going to pay you more money to train people oh sweet it's great um but yeah i mean the money is there it's good like we this is what we do full time right and we do good for ourselves i mean like anytime anytime any you know like i remember when you know my first couple years of living in chicago you know i would have you know my my dad like plenty of people would be like are you gonna get a you know when are you gonna get a real job it's like this is a real job I make more money than any of my friends. Yep. That is my favorite quote of all time, by the way. (laughs) When are you going to get a job or a real job or a career? Like, why does anybody say that? Yeah. Like, especially nowadays when, like, again, even though the recession is over and everything's booming, look how much people are making. There's a reason that I think, uh, again, according to the internet, like most people live at home now until they're 35 years old because they can't afford to move out. Yeah. I mean, you were recently offered a job to make $33,000 a year. Oh, that's right. Will $33,000 a year let you live comfortably? No, it's nope. that's poverty level. That's poverty actually. level. Yeah. That's Shout out to uh, that guy. poverty level. 
So, like, you make good money in this industry. Like, the only thing that sucks is it's manual labor, and you have to deal with shitty people, which is literally the point of this podcast. Which is bringing it all back we, around. We, we have to deal with crappy people. For every one nice person and regular that we see, we have to deal with an entire dinner rush of trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolute trash, and especially where we... Like, especially the two areas that you work in. I only work in one of them. I work and you work in an area that is littered with conventions and hotels. Yeah. So we get people from around the world that are on expense accounts. Granted, we're not in a hotel, so we get better, but they're still pretty crappy. Yes and no. I think that especially people with that, they expect so much more. Because they're just Googling and they're walking down the street and they're like, come here they found us on yelp yada 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 you got great reviews do this do that and i'm like but you're not gonna tip me 20 yelp, yelp is also the ass end of the earth we can, we'll have we, a whole yeah, yelp we, yeah we day. can go over that a, a i would actually love to go through and just read bad we'll yelp get, reviews we'll get sued by yelp and i would love that. i hope so that would be fantastic please sue me fantastic fantastic uh, but you also work in wrigley so you have to deal with the other dregs of the universe yeah those who don't don't, get, um, don't get me wrong i love the cubs of course who doesn't and i love going to wrigley and hanging out with you when the games like that's why i only go to bars that i know people yeah like, like people will always you know they're like why do you go to wrigley to hang out and this? it's like it's not like i'm just randomly bar hopping in wrigley i'm going to see my friends that work in wrigley yeah you're not rolling through and being like, uh, two beers, please. Jaeger bombs, bartender. <laughs> Vegas bombs, I want 35. <laughs> Your bill is $300. What? That's stupid. That's unacceptable. You're stupid. Um, those How hard who... is your job? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> those who don't know, Wrigley is, uh, Wrigleyville is an area in Chicago where the Chicago Cubs play. I'm sure people in other baseball cities can relate. Also, those who don't know should be kicked in the head well, by a yeah, fucking true, donkey. Well, yeah, true, but you never know. It's Wrigleyville. Well, listen, okay? A lot of people don't know. I have a lot of friends in Vegas that have no idea. Yeah, I'm calling you out. If you hear this, I'm talking about you. See your friends, like, leaning up in their chairs. <laughs> they're Pota- listening. Potato chips all over their chest, like, fuck. They're listening in the break room, and they're like, God, that bitch. <laughs> they're like, Jess knows. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> they grab their emergency gym bag and run out the door. <laughs> like, where are they going? welcome to las vegas (laughs) but yeah no i deal with honestly most of it that drives me crazy and i don't know if it's because i'm getting older also i don't know if i was that cool of a 21 year old i deal with the young ass kids that are just that are just (laughs) keep whispering it's cool um that are just like beginning to go out and drink and don't understand and i live in the suburbs but these people live in the city and or I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I just messed up. Um, edit that out. I live in the suburbs, but these kids are coming from the suburbs, and they don't understand, like, bar etiquette, I guess? That's the right word. I mean, is, it, is, that, is that wrong to say? that? Am I, I'm not trying to age shame people no, at that's, all. No, that's but spot on. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, and we'll call them chads. Well, it's <clears> bar, well, yeah. The chads, and that is my dad's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I'll sue you, and I'm wearing khaki pants and boat shoes. And why do you have a gold Amex card? Yeah, like, because it's your why? dad. Actually, so funny you're, story. You're that person that we were just talking about that doesn't make money. That doesn't understand because they're rich, spoiled little brats. Like you're wor- you, just, you just got out of college. You have a finance degree, which is fantastic. That's a great, great thing to go to school for. 
but you know what? You're making $35,000 a year. You wake up when I'm still up, which that's sad for me. It's not. You're 31. Yeah. You lost two years. We're good. We're fine. But you don't have any money. Yeah. So why do you have a gold Amex card? And why are you going out and buying 35 Vegas bombs? Exactly. Why do you, you don't even have 35 friends. $35. So the <laughs> the first time I was ever actually at the bar that I work at now, it was, I was, before I moved to Vegas, it was going out with my friends. We went to the city and we went to the bar that I work at in Wrigley now. You were one of the, you were one of these chads. No, was not. I was super cool. What is it? Chadette? No, I wasn't. I mean, Brittany? I was 26 at this point and I've been working a, in the industry for almost. But what do we call the female version of a chad? Probably like a Tiffany. Tiffany. I feel like a Tiffany is a thing. Brittany, but I know too many Britneys. My best friend's name's Brittany. We yeah. can't do that. I don't know any. I know one Tiffany, but we. I don't we, think I know any Tiffany's. Yeah. Let's go Tiff. All right, cool. So we go to the bar. It's me and my two girlfriends. And like we were basically. So the bar that I work at, if you finish a bottle of Jameson, not you finish it. If you get the last shot out of a bottle of Jameson, you can sign it. And then they put it on the wall. It's called the spider. So that was kind of like our goal that night. We were just doing shots back and forth. This guy comes and sits next to us, three girls, one very lonely Chad. And <laughs> when you're Chad, are you ever actually lonely? Probably not. I you mean, his got, his dad is a lawyer. You got that gold Amex and them boat shoes. <laughs> Where's your boat? Looking good, Chad. <laughs> Where's that boat? Don't worry about it. It's in the harbor. It's far away. <laughs> I live down the street, though. Dad, can you come pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Take so he trend, actually though. tried to pay for our bill. And I think I know who the bartender is now, but at the time I obviously didn't know who she was. She was like, this is your mom's card. <laughs> You're going to try and pay for these girls' bills with your mom's card? And I'll always remember that. Oh, and I'm guessing he was like looking over at him being like, don't worry, I got this, ladies, and giving like the, the rocks people's eyebrow. <laughs> cut it off, cut it off. My dad's a lawyer. <laughs> I've heard that sentence physically leave people's mouths. My dad's a in lawyer. In Wrigleyville. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because everybody that goes up to Wrigleyville's dad's a lawyer. Yeah. Well, this is like the shit that we deal with in this industry. I mean, that is like just a little short run mm-hmm. of what's going on. Oh, that's out just here. a taste. It's not <laughs> just a little taste. That That's just the very, that's like the, the youngest area of the millennials part. Oh, yeah. Like, just, just wait until we get up into all the Karens. No. <laughs> like, when you get up until the older crowd, oh, God. The thing is, is that, not to toot my own horn, but. Toot. Toot, toot. I am pretty good at what I do. Like, I. I'd say so. I'm, can be, I, when you're a bartender, you can be that amount of bitchy, mm-hmm. but still be funny. It's also a lot easier. So, when you, it's also a lot easier when you're a cute blonde girl. This is true. You guys can't see me, but just use your imagination. Yeah, cute blonde girl, fat, hairy <laughs> Jewish guy. We make the best team, though. So perfect. Um, we call it kismet. So I love when I get to the Karens, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, let me talk to your manager. Let me write a Yelp review." I'm like, "Please, dude. No one's gonna believe it. I could have called you a bitch to your face." And they're like, "No, Jessica would never say that. Right? She's great. Yeah." They She's never an angel say that. on earth. When when I'm an asshole to people, I just am an asshole to people, <laughs> and they just look at me funny, and I say, uh-huh. Yep. And that's just kind of the end of it, and then if they hate me, then they hate me, and I really don't care. Uh, ever. If you're a cute blonde girl, you can literally just take the, like, you can grab them by the ankle, shake them upside <laughs> down, take all their money, and say, thanks. Give them a little atomic wedgie and be like, see ya. <laughs> they'll be like, call me? <laughs> like, nope. Yep. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Okay. So this is actually what I think I'm going to start off with since we're on this like route is robbing people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the other podcast that Next we're going to start. Yeah. My How bad. to rob people. <laughs> um robber well my <laughs> my favorite thing that happens to me um i'm sure it happens to you too i'm sure it happens to tons of people out there is when you get a number first of all when you're giving a credit card receipt to somebody you realize that we turn those in at the end of the night mm-hmm. so your phone number is going god knows where mm-hmm. the bank files but the best is when you get that phone number and they leave you like 10 percent. oh yeah yo what is that like hey baby i want to take you out for a nice time if my tab was sixty dollars take that five dollars and you buy yourself something nice because i'm gonna buy you something nicer yeah taco bell love it (laughs) every time that just got that never-ending possible baby it's buy one get one free (laughs) you get to take food to go (laughs) it's a takeaway thing (laughs) and then he leans in close for later (laughs) No, but you know what? They never say anything because they write it and then they leave. Oh, they're terrified. And it's even the best when it's like six people and you have no fucking idea because I don't know your name. No. I'm not going to look at your receipt. Also, that's creepy. Also, if you look at the receipt and you see that the guy's name is his mom's, Jessica. (laughs) Joanne. That's my mom's name. (laughs) Also, Jessica's your name. Jessica's my name. Uh, I do remember one one time there was a... I was, I'm not going to lie, a little bit inebriated. Yeah, it's fine. And I do have a type. I like, even though I have no tattoos whatsoever, I'm very attracted to tattoos. Yeah. I fucking love them. I think they are the sexiest things ever. And there was this girl who was in, and she had bleached whatever. I'm basically into freaks. Okay. So (laughs) there's a girl with, like, tattoos everywhere, like, fucked up weird blonde or bleached hair. So this was 2006? Yes, this was 13 years ago. Cool. When I was 18. Did she have My Chemical <laughs> Romance playing on she her iPod? Well. She, she had, like, the bone... Septum. Uh, what? Septum. Yes, a septum uh-huh. go thing. Go on. <laughs> Do you say go home? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> go home. You are home. I am home. <laughs> this is my home. <laughs> By the way, we're broadcasting from my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and... She was in with uh, she was in with this nerdy looking guy, and when he went to the bathroom, like mm-hmm. I leaned into her, and again I was just toasty enough. I was like, "Is this a is this a Tinder date?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "How's it going?" She's like, eh, "I don't know." I was like, "Let me know." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" And then you I hate licked myself. your lips and oh, and then and I'm not like I'm ashamed, but I don't really care. Um, I like when I gave her her check at the end of the night, like. I put a note in there saying, I don't normally do this, but I think you're really cute, and I don't think that your date went well, so if you want to hang out sometime, give me a call. My name's Danny, and I gave her my number. Oh my god, you're adorable. Yeah, I saw her just crumple it up and throw it in the trash. The funny thing is, she still comes in all the time, and we act like it never happened. Whoa, please point her out next I time. I will. Uh, yeah, also, our background is that we work together, and we are... The best team ever. Literally ever. Like, I don't care our coworkers that listen to this. We rock. Mm-hmm. Go on. Big time. Yeah. Do you ever get the girls that are, like, trying to get shit for free while you're Constantly. bartending? I can't. I don't get that. I've never done that in my life. And why, like, why, why do you think we have the nickname of that one girl, Tits McGee? Oh, God. So there was this girl who came in. So we live across the street, or we work across the street. We from live there, a, too. Also, we live there. Uh, across the street from a 
uh, arts college dorm. And there's this girl who came in one time who was wearing, I don't know the name of the style of dress or whatever, but like the entire mid is completely open and just the sides are covering your boobs. Christ, I don't and even know And she's what leaning is. on the bar and her left tit is like basically just flopped down. And they're not good tits. They're fucking banana hammock. Like they're... <laughs> They're just these big floppers that, you know, and, like, I mean, she's got to be 21 years old. She's, like, 21, yeah. By my age of 31, like, those things will be hanging down to her toenails. Like, if she does yoga, I feel bad for You know she follows man. this podcast Instagram, I right? I guarantee she does. <laughs> I guarantee she does. But I literally feel bad for that yoga mat. Um, but she she comes in, and, like, one of the reasons, obviously, she's got her fucking giant tits flopping out everywhere is she's asking everybody for shots, and of course, every guy at the bar is acquiescing to it. I mean, we have a lot of regulars, and it's a lot of guys at our bar that yeah. really love that kind of attention. Yeah, I'll buy you a shot. Jaegerbomb, you got it. Ugh. Of course it's a Jaegerbomb, because yeah. you're 12. Why wouldn't it be? And she's doing that constantly, and she gets away with it, and then after, that was the first time I saw her, and then she started coming in all the time after that, and it would be like, hey, how about one of those Danny specials? It's like, what the fuck is a Danny special? Like, I've never had sex with you. <laughs> That's what a Danny special is, and we have not done that yet. <laughs> not yet, yeah. and not ever. <laughs> I don't want to be your yoga mat. Ugh. And she's like, oh, you know, one of those one of those free first draft shots. It's like, The no, fuck is that? That's not a thing. Huh? That's not a thing. <sighs> My I mind hate. just got blown right now. Like, if... If people want, like, if I want to get something for somebody, I'm going to get something for somebody. You do the same thing. Of course. Don't expect anything. Don't even bring it up. Like, there's there's also, there's another guy who lives in the neighborhood that's like, hey, what about our free shot for the night? It's like, like, and I was having a bad night when he had said that. I was like, <sighs> what the fuck do you mean the free shot of the night? Duh, I like, dude, I, I, I can't. When I want to give you that shot, we'll have that shot. Don't ask for it. I don't know if it's just because I've been in the industry so long or that I'm a awesome, not asshole human. I have not so once, yeah, I have not once ever gone to a bar and be like, so what do I get for free? Well, I don't get go the in, fuck out of here. I don't, I don't even go into friends' places and expect a discount. Ever. If it, if it happens, great. But if I go into a friend's place and I have the entire tab, I'm still going to take care of them. A hundred percent. Like, I literally open up the checkbook just to see how much it is. I don't look at it and then, you know, scour through the entire thing be like, seriously, they charge me for the spinach dip? Yeah. I mean, we got entrees, too. That's bullshit. <laughs> like, no, it's not bullshit. You ordered it. It's fucking insane. But why? Like, like just, just pay it. it. Yeah. yeah. The people, the people like, like the, the people, people that work, work for the, the most part, part for the, the most part, part the people, people that work at these establishments, establishments don't own the establishment. A lot of times, like it does happen that they do. And when, when you do you see, see that, that they'll, they'll be behind, behind the bar. bar. Like a lot of right. if a lot of bartenders own said bar. Yeah. Like that that's a thing that happens and they're just they want to be back there to keep in touch with the common folk. And also to make that extra money. Because the money is really fucking good back there. Yeah. But like it reminds me, there's uh, there was one time at the old bar I was working at that we had we had gotten these you know a couple of they were again said art art college kids mm -hmm. that would come in all the time and this one guy was a total douche he would come in he was from Florida uh, he would always talk about how yeah I used to make about uh I used to make about five thousand dollars a night stripping back in Florida You're like Jesus Christ wait. 
You're 21. <laughs> you're not fucking Magic Mike. You're wiry. And you're, and you're in Florida. And you're, well, that's where you go to strip. Oh, really? Florida has, like, the most per capita strip clubs in the U.S. Ew. Yeah, it's gross, I know, because it's all old people, which is weird. And Disney. And Disney. Which is also weird. Well, go there's on. a lot of fetishes. Oh, go on. Stop. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> no more. We'll, we'll pause with that. <laughs> no, but this guy came in, and he ordered, uh, you know, Mr. I made $5,000 a night stripping. You know, he came in, and there was, like, two tables worth of regulars, probably, like, 15 people. And he's like, let me get 15 Buffalo Trace shots. Or not Buffalo Trace, Woodford. Buffalo Trace is cheaper. Woodford's, like, you know, eight bucks a shot. Eight or nine, I mean, give or take. What's, we, we charge eight? Yeah, something okay. like that. So that's 120, yeah. that's 120 bucks right there. Plus, Plus tax. tax. Plus tip. Yeah. And if you're not a piece of shit, like, if you are said regular and stuff, 20% of that, you better be tipping 24 bucks. No shit. So he gets, so I give him his tap at the end of the night. Like he had, he was also drinking like uh, old fashions and stuff and because he's regular and he had spent like 200 bucks. Like I bought him one of his actual drinks, which is more expensive as opposed to just buying one of his shots. Yeah. Nice guy that I would think like, that's a nice gesture. I bought you something because more often than not, like the gesture of buying somebody something like that's what they want. Right. But then there's the cheapos that's like, no, I want the actual monetary value. But then there's this guy. Then there's this guy. And he comes up to me. He's like, Daniel, are you f-? And he's wearing a tank top. And he's like, he's not even that big. <laughs> but he's like, Daniel, are you fucking serious, man? Like, you're charging me for these shots? Like, they're for regulars. Oh, my like, God. Like, you're literally, you're going to charge me for these shots? And I was like, guy. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah, you ordered them. Like, I didn't send over a round of shots. This isn't on the house. Like, if you wanted to get them something, bring them a bottle of your own. Like, why did you come up and order them and not expect to pay anything? And then, like, he goes outside and smokes a cigarette. And the bar I worked at had, like, these big front windows all over the place, like, floor to ceiling. And he's just, like, pacing back and forth out there. So I like I went outside and I was like, "Hey, guy. Hey, stripper. <laughs> like, is there like, do you have some sort of a problem?" He's like, "No, man." I was like, "Cause you're pacing back and forth, looking like a gorilla, and like looking at me. Like, you don't have a problem, do you?" It's like, "No, man. I just I just had a bad day. Like, that's all." He's like, "I'll I'll be back in a second. But it's like, fuck you. Seriously, like, that, that stuff happens so often that it's that expectancy." You know what was the worst was when I lived in Las Vegas. So I like lived in Vegas and then I worked on the strip, dead center of the strip. It's uh across from Cosmo. I'm not gonna say the name, but uh it's a pretty busy area. We got a awesome patio, like we have little gimmicks and all that. The amount of birthday slash bachelor slash bachelorette parties that would come in every single day. Every every like every time every of the single day, day. Too. Like, every single day matter, doesn't morning, seven a.m. We would open the bar at eight a.m. Yeah. So uh, it's my birthday. Do I get anything for free? I was like, what? Did you just literally say the word free out loud? Like, how about hey, I'm getting married and we're having fun. We're gonna buy a bunch and then I'll give you something. Yeah, you know, like Don't expect. Do, I would literally see about sixteen birthdays a day. Buy stuff. Yeah. 
and then maybe you'll get a little something. You yeah. don't go in and expect free shit. Expecting shit makes you a trash person. It's literally trash person. Because yeah. you also know you're not making anything off of them. Of course not. Especially on the strip, because, I mean, you've been to Vegas I'm sh- a million times. I know, mm-hmm. I'm, I know this. I don't know why I said I'm sure. It's not cheap. No. And that's fine. But you know that going out there. But also, being on this, working on the strip, it's a, I would think it would be so much easier as a server, bartender, manager, whatever, to say no to shit like that. Because for the most part, you're never going to see that person again. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. The only time, like, like where we are and even where you are up in Wrigley, like, we deal with a lot of regulars. Yep. So regulars, you do, like, they're regulars for a reason. Right. They come to see you, they come to see me, they come to see the people there, they like the place, but also we take care of them. They, they get something here and there. It's not every time, but they get something here and there. But that's because we see them, we're friends with them, they are, they're as much of a part of the establishment as we are. Without them, we would not be the bar yeah. that we are, Whereas honestly. when you're on the strip, you're dealing with thousands of people a day that more likely than not, you will never see again. And if you do see them again, it'll be like a year from now and you're going to not remember them one bit. That's pretty much it. I mean, that honestly was it. I had a couple guys that would come from the UK and they actually walked out on their tab one night because in the UK, I just went. I know it's a little different. You kind of just pay right away. You don't start a tab. Okay. So these guys walked out. How and big they, was their tab? It was like 60 bucks, okay. 70 bucks. I mean, and I was, like, my place was pretty corporate. Like, this guy that owns this bar owns a shitload of bars okay. all over the place. So I was kind of like, all right, well, I don't want to get written up. So, I mean, technically it's illegal to pay for it, but I'll pay for half or whatever, you know? Why is it illegal to pay for it? It's illegal for an establishment to make you pay for a walkout. It's not your fault. Well, I knew that part. Well, yeah. It's illegal well, if I were to pay for their tab because they walked out. But it's not illegal for you to do it. Oh, it's no, no, illegal no. for them to for ask them to ask me to. Me to. So I did. I, mean. I did. Um, and the guys come back like seven months later, and they're like, "Jess, what's up?" And I'm like, "Hey, fuckers! Remember that time you walked out on your tab yeah, and I had to you, pay for it?" <laughs> you wall of shame them, shamed them for seven months. For seven months, <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a wall of shame there. It was like every day. No, but your wall I of mean, shame is upstairs in your brain. It's right there. Right there. Right above those big blue eyes right of mine. Um, She's got blue eyes. I've got blue eyes. Um, yeah, but so like that was a thing that they don't. You do see them, but it's every six or seven months. Right. But the amount of people that expect free shit when it's your goddamn birthday mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Because it's everybody's birthday. It's always your birthday. It's everybody's birthday. It's everybody's bachelor party. It's everybody's yeah. bachelorette party. It's everybody's engagement party. It was my birthday at Olive Garden yesterday. I got free cake. Yesterday? I sure did. What'd you get? Fettuccine Alfredo. Dollar. And some sangria. Dollar. It was good. It was good. It was my birthday. That's awesome. It was not my birthday. I was going to say, it's not your birthday. I got free cake. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to start asking to see people IDs, especially in Wrigley, where I work. Yeah. I want to see your ID. If it's not your birthday, you are not getting anything. I mean, is that, is, do people go into Irish Oak asking for free shit? Yeah. They do. But, like, the thing is, is especially when it's, like, a bachelorette party, for the most part, they don't. I I mean, obviously, I saw it more in Vegas, because Vegas is that destination. Right. Uh, Not so much in Wrigley. Yeah. 
and if they do, excuse me. <laughs> if they do, we'd give them like a blowjob or a muff diver shot, which is just stupid. You shouldn't have asked for it. Yeah. That's what you get. You're now you're covered asshole. in whipped cream and your makeup's ruined. Yeah. yeah. You're an asshole. Exactly. I don't know where to go now. <laughs> um, shit. So I definitely lost my train of thought there, and we had to have a little shot break, and uh, we're just going to edit that part out. Don't forget we had to re-up on our White Claws. We also had to re-up on our White Claws. We are contributing to the White Claw shortage. Can you you fucking believe that, by the way? Sales shot up 200% from last year. Ridiculous. 200%. If I mean, that doesn't say basic white bitch, I don't know what does. I mean, you realize why it is. I mean, look at the, there's 100 calories in a can, 20 milligrams of sodium, two carbs, two sugars. So all the thing, I mean, granted, there's plenty of stuff in here that you're going to have to have your foot lopped off. <laughs> but, like, everything about it, like, if you're going out drinking, and it's 5%. They're that, heavy. That's as much booze as in a Budweiser, except a Budweiser has like 300 calories. Right. So you have everybody that is all health conscious nowadays. If you're going out, you're drinking this shit. That's why they charge $20 for a 12-pack. It's out a of control. A 12-pack was $20. Well, you know what they did this summer? Honestly, I saw it, is that you buy a case for, this was in the Burbs out by me, and it was thirteen ninety nine, and then you send in a rebate for $12, so you were getting it for 2 bucks. What? I don't know how rebates work. In, like, eight months, you get $12. Is that how it is? Yeah. Like, I never really quite understand that. Uh, this guy that I was not dating... Ev- not everything is Amazon, where you get it immediately. Like, I am this, so spoiled. This, this kind of shit, where you get, like, those rebates, like, you get, like, a voucher... Because it's all in, like, the fine printing. Like, it's, uh, you're, okay. you're not actually getting 12 bucks. I never right. quite got that. I mean, remember when we were kids and you hear, like, mail-in rebate for yeah. a free toy when mm-hmm. you're 13? Five? Well, I'm 31. You now. are 31. Wow. You. I've aged. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good life, kiddo. Yeah, this guy that I was uh, dating uh, sent me that picture one day. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? The rebate thing? The rebate thing makes no sense it doesn't i don't understand it i I remember like i went to a fourth of july party this Mm -hmm. year and i was the only person that brought beer was i not there you were not there i went to a fourth of july party with you this year yes and we were drinking white claws are you sure it was the fourth of july i swear to it was that or the third it was the fourth when we went up to a person's apartment over here Yes. I was wasted. How do you not remember that? Oh, no. I met you afterwards. Oh. Uh, I met you afterwards. Okay. So okay. you have other friends? I do have what other the friends. Fuck? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I am sorry huh. to inform you I have other friends. We're going to have to take another break. Well, so. <laughs> I need to smack a bitch in the head <laughs> with a white claw. Yeah.
But no, I showed up at this apartment, like, think, like the person who lives there, one of them, like, all he drinks is Coors. Mm-hmm. And so I brought up, I was like, oh, I'll bring a 24-pack of Coors. Like, I'm going to only drink a couple of them, but he'll drink them. Like, it's, you're having us over to your house. I'm going to eat your food. Have a million Coors. Right. Like, you'll Keep drink it in your fridge. In, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, take it. Like, right. I'm not taking this shit with me. But I brought that, and I brought a bottle of Jameson, and I go in, and everything there is not white claw it was all truly Ugh. i don't know if white claw had really gotten in the market yet truly is like the redheaded stepchild of white claw yeah it was only 17.99 Ooh, God, man poor kids buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but literally like they had the fridge was full of it the secondary fridge was full of it they had uh one of those um like coffee tables that's also a refrigerator oh so you yeah can pull out <laughs> and, and that was all truly. It was like, what the, the fuck? Like, I was hell? like, hey, anybody want a Coors? And everybody was just like, they throw holy water on you. Get out of here, fatty. It's like, it's a white beer. Come on. I mean, this whole summer has been insane. I think I had my first one, I want to say, when my bar in Wrigley got it. I had not had one up until then. And that was just the beginning of this summer. Yeah. I never heard of this stuff until this hour. I mean, I randomly heard about, like, alcoholic seltzers, but not, like, in this form. I had a really shitty one, and it wasn't, like, a Truly or a White Claw. It was, like, a Seagram's Jamaica Me Crazy thing. But it was not that. I just I actually really like that wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Seagram's. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, I mean, th- this yeah. is how crazy it's gotten. Natural Light has one. They're bomb. Spiked seltzer They're by bomb. Natty Light. My friend was in the South at a tailgate for a for a football game, and he's like, "Here, Danny, it looks like I'm taking a selfie, but in reality, I'm showing you the bros in the background that are all crushing Natty spiked seltzers, and it shows all these like frat dudes in the background, fucking beer bong or not beer bonging, uh, shotgunning a bunch of Natty Light seltzers. It's like, what the fuck, like." When I was in college, back in my day. <laughs> back in your day. But you're only 31, I'm so not that long ago. Definitely not 33. No. No. <laughs> like, we were shotgunning real beer. Well, yeah, because we're adults. Yeah. But this stuff is really refreshing. It's really fucking good. <laughs> it's I, really I good. hate it. So and the, I feel myself actually getting skinny. You do, right? You it. feel it working. Like you can see it. My, my complexion's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a pyramid scheme girl from high school. It's like, would, hey, we haven't talked in 15 years, so let me tell you about It Works. <laughs> I would be such a good pyramid scheme girl. I mean, we could, we could I think start both one. of us would be awesome at we could, a pyramid. We could totally start would one. say no to us? Exactly. Literally nobody. Exactly. We have people that want to invest we in this podcast. To, we appeal to every dynamic of this world. We, tr- we really do. We appeal to everybody. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, we can... That's the nice thing about you and me and why I think you and I work so well together is I think you and I can... That's why we can deal with the people that are from out of town, with the conventioners. We can deal with... The people in Wrigley that are drunk as fuck at a Cubs game. And yeah. we can deal with all the regulars that are at a bar. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, like, that brings us to our next point is, like, the whole neighborhood aspect of the places that you and I work. Like, even though Wrigley is, during Cub season, an absolute shit show, that's where you make your nut. Yeah. And, I hate that line. And you say it but, all the time, and I hate it. But that's what... It is. You it's make fine. your nut. I'm sure you're going to say that. Well, eventually we'll have so merch, much. and then it'll just be a quote that says that's where you make your nut. Your nut. <laughs> your nut, Danny. <laughs> Go on. 
but like that's it's true you make you like you see your one opportunity you make all it's the same in any business yeah it's investment it's finance it's finding nuts <laughs> you found your as nut. squirrels do <laughs> as squirrels do you find that nut and you bury that shit <laughs> because that's your nut for the day and then you slowly just walk off and you make sure that nobody sees no one nut. saw that fucking nobody nut. saw that fucking nut <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so no i totally that, that, that will one, you tell will you shut your phone off it's wow not it's not my phone i have to do this all right we're good <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no totally i get the whole neighborhood thing because like you said in wrigley even though it's such a busy time of year during the summer during the winter it's a ghost town but everyone knows each other and it's all and that's the thing it becomes a neighborhood aspect right during during the summer you make your nut (laughs) you make all your money Uh like that's why me and maria like i joined in on her tradition of always going out after cub season yeah because you'd make so she would make so much money up there but work her dick off yeah, you do, that, you you work that, your dick off that for sure. Afterwards, like you want to treat yourself. Yes, I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to burp into the microphone. <laughs> you want to you want to treat yourself and have a nice steak. Like you made a lot of money over that over the course, especially in 2016 when the Cubs won the World oh, Series. Oh yeah, I know. Like, I wish you couldn't I was walk here. afterwards because your fucking back hurt so bad. But <laughs> you know what? You could do the indecent proposal and just throw money onto a bed. Which would be so cool. I do that so I want to do that. Do you? It's so great being me. I mean, like, I don't mean this sexually, but can I do it too with you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. No, we can literally just throw money on my bed. We'll just kind of sprawl out. So excited right now. we'll watch friends. It'll be great. It'll be so much fun. We're going to have to go in on that Warner Brothers Plus thing, because I can't be without friends. It's not going to be that expensive. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, So speaking of, like, neighborhood aspects, and especially the fact that, like, you and I have worked together for almost two years now. Actually, that's a lie. It'll be two years, like, in three days since I moved back to Chicago. You actually know that? Well, time hop, hello. Yeah. Time hop either depresses me or makes me really happy. It's usually depressing, to be honest. Like, this one... It has nothing to do how I looked two years ago at 29 or anything (laughs) like that. Like, it's more, like, I don't care what I look like ever. Yeah. I, I always think I look like shit. I think I sound like shit, but apparently I sound okay. Great voice. I think I have a terrible voice. Nah. But, nah. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, like, I look back and it's like, oh, I was doing that cool thing two years ago and now I'm literally, like, I'm eating Fruit Loops out of my belly button. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I even on my phone right now? How mine is like, mine right is now? like, oh my God, remember that time when you were in a relationship for, like, 10 years and then it just went to shit? And it's like, hey, remember that time when you guys first met? <laughs> Fuck you, Time Hop. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so you and I have been working together for two years. Two years, damn. I know. I know. Respect. You're welcome. You're welcome. I came into this bar. I love everything about it. You have made hey, my life that much better. Thanks. Um, so, you know, these people become our friends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, there's a couple, there's a couple, there's a lot of people that come into the, that bar that I do not consider a customer, a guest, whatever you want to call it. You want to be more corporate, you call it a guest. Um, they're base, friends. They're family. They're family. They really are. I mean, like, I see these people more than I see my family. Mm-hmm. Um. But we also have that time where things get a little weird mm-hmm. and we have to kick them out. Mm-hmm. I don't have to because I'm a little dainty girl and I don't so want to. Cute. I don't want to. I, I you know, I'm just going to pass that burden on to someone else. I yeah. watched you do it before. So when they come back, what's that like? It's really awkward. Yeah. Well, the problem is that like it's 
everybody wants to feel comfortable, like especially in a city like Chicago where everybody's a transplant. Pretty much, yeah. I would say, well, I don't know statistics, but I would say without a doubt, 85% of people are transplants. I would go with that. I have absolutely no idea. That I mean, I'm just, let's, just go by, let's just go by our bar staff. But yeah, a lot of them are. So many people are transplants. I'm going to consider myself a transplant you, because you, I didn't work there until I moved back from Las you, Vegas. You know, people for like everybody comes in from this place, from that place, and they're there for a couple of years, and you know them for that amount of time, and then they're gone. Yeah, which is good and bad because you meet friends, and then uh, as soon as you're close with them, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks. And I've never been to a place other than Chicago that's kind of like that. That's kind of yeah, bittersweet. That is true. It's kind of, like I mean, make, Vegas make, is kind of like that, but, but not you, in yeah, a sense. I mean, you make great friends, but then they leave. But then, but then you have those friends in those other areas of the country or the world that you can go and visit, which is kind of nice. Right. It's like, well, I want to go to Nashville and I know the blah, blah, blah. Like I knew him for two years and now he's down there. And, but it, everybody needs that neighborhood bar that when they move here the neighborhood bar is where they go to meet people yeah whether you drink or not we have people that come in and just eat they'll drink diet coke mm-hmm. like they'll come in and just hang out because they they don't want to sit at home yeah and we're and we're it's, fucking friendly it's, as it, hell it, it, we're friendly as hell and it's a good way like again especially chicago that's how you meet people because yeah. that's what everybody does there's a reason that there's 85 billion servers in Chicago. 80 million. 80 million. That's what I said. I'm 31 years old. You are 31. <laughs> uh, 33. Um, but like everybody goes to bars. There's mm-hmm. a, there's like three bars per street in Chicago, and that's where you go to meet people, and that's what I tell everybody. And so <laughs> when when you do that, that's your comfort zone, like. Oh, yeah, 100%. This bar, that bar, doesn't matter what bar. It might not be the bar that you hang at all times, but it'll be sometimes your starting point, sometimes it'll be your ending point, but it's your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Like, I have people that'll come in that are coming down off of certain psychedelic drugs that are like, I want to come in here and just sit because this is a happy place. It's like, that's cool. Out. We 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 kind of are cheers. Yeah. Like I haven't it's worked literally at cheers. I worked at another bar in Naperville that was very neighborhoody. Again, I mean, some of those you want to call them regulars, they've become some of my best friends. Uh I see them again more than I would see my family. But I this is the most cheersy bar mm-hmm. that I've ever worked at in what 16 years? Yeah. I mean, and I love it. I say I love you to more people that come and go into my bar than I do to my family. Right? (laughs) Or significant others. Yeah. That's just true. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's weird to say, but it's absolutely true. But the problem, like, everybody gets very comfortable, and sometimes people get too comfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that you can do whatever you want. Like, it's like, why are you, like, why do you have your toenail clippers out? And why are you clipping your toenails (laughs) at the bar now? Like, get your fucking foot off the bar. Uh, it's like like bringing in their own beer stuff like mm. that like they they get too comfortable like they act like they can do whatever they want it's like we want to make like we want this to be your home but you have to realize this isn't actually your home we're a business yeah this is still a business and there's other people here yeah like if you want to do certain things you gotta do that at home if you want to take a bath in like the dishwasher like please don't do that now yeah maybe do it later yeah 
Do like, that's not closed. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it when we're closed. I'll give you shampoo, but, but when, like... When you get that comfortable, it can be a problem because some people will take that as a sign of I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And we have had many an instance of that, of people literally taking it that far and, like, yelling at people and being like, this is my bar, how dare you? It's like, you don't even know that guy. Like, yeah. Like, and I've been like, dude, you need to shut the fuck up. You're like, wait, you, you're telling me I have to leave my own bar? I'm like, no, I'm telling you I have to leave my bar. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not I your feel bar. Like, I feel like you and I have the same approach when it comes to that, where it's like, yo, we're cool and all, and I'm not going to be like, hey, you fucking dickhead. Right. You got to get out. I'm going to be like, listen, chill out, Right. blah, 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 and then if you keep going, then eventually we'll get somewhere. But, like, I don't feel I, like it also takes a turn where people don't respect us because we're so nice. Right. I grew up with the, like, when, when I got into this business, I, like, I learned from some pretty smart people that yeah. have all been, <laughs> that have all been <laughs> Chicago-based. And I feel like if you are going to get into this industry, a place like Chicago is about as good as you can learn how to. Yeah. I agree. Because no. you get a lot of crappy people, you get a lot of good people, and you, but you, like, you learn everything. You know, like, places like here in New York, I feel like, are probably the best two places. Yeah. Because you get all aspects. You learn how to, like, the right way to talk to people. And from everybody that I learned from growing into this business, it's been, <laughs> it's been, <laughs> you want to be as non-confrontational as possible. Until you have to actually get until to you point. have to, yeah. But try and be as nice as possible, you know. Like try and try and cut them down until it gets to that point, right? And then when you get to that point, then it's like, dude, you you've taken it too far. You got to get the fuck out. Especially like, we, when it's we, like we, one we of are, our we people. are friends. We are friends. Yeah. But when you're doing this right now, like you're yelling at you're yelling at my other bartender. You're yelling at this friend of mine. You're like you're you're bad mouthing stuff to other people. It's like that's not what friends do. So you also have to look at that aspect of they're not treating you like a friend. They're not treating the bar like their home. Yeah. They're they're treating it like a piece of shit. Which I feel like I mean we work in the bar industry. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is an inhibitor. Yep. I've seen people go from zero to batshit fucking crazy live in Florida out of your mother's van. In an instant. I've been there. I also have been there. Yeah. But I've seen you do it. You've seen me do exactly, it. Exactly. We've all been exactly, there. Exactly. But like in the same sense, it's like, yo, realize where you're at. Mm-hmm. Especially the people that take care of you. Because I'm going to say hi to you every single time you walk in. I like greeting people by their name. If I'm bartending, I like having their drink ready. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, but if you take it too far and you become that dickhead, like I'm always going to have that in the back of my brain. Right. I'm always going to be more sober than you are at that point, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Let's go with for the most part. I'm always going to be more sober than you, and I am going to have that in my memory forever. So you can come in, and you can apologize. But it's not going to be the same. Like, there is one guy that you and I probably know. He comes in quite a bit now. But there was a time where he lost his shit, and we all witnessed it. And he came back and apologized, which I respect. Mm Mm-hmm. But you can even see it now when he like gets a little too much. We're like, Duh, we have to cut this off again. We're getting there you know? again. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yep. 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 
Because so like, <laughs> you can always see the tipping point in people. Yeah, it gets to that point like where you start getting a little bit louder and mm-hmm. you get a little too comfortable and now you're literally doing your makeup at the bar. Like, I don't like it. Get the, out of here. The thing is, it's the comfort. The comfort, 100%. Everybody should feel comfortable but realize it's not their home. Agreed. I mean, I honestly feel like even I'll do it sometimes, not to the point where I need to be ejected from a bar, but like even when I'm working, I'm like, eh, whatever kick my foot up and I'm like that's mm-hmm. not okay Jess don't do that <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> please don't change your shirt right here what are you doing well you can do that Thanks. again cute blonde aspect I'm dainty dainty I'm dainty it's worse when I do it at the bar Harry we've we've actually switched shirts before but that was at like four o'clock in the morning that's fine it's fine that's fine it was a good time there are pictures we'll put that up eventually but That'll be our merch. <laughs> the shirt ooh. that I the shirt that I put on. That we'll sell that. <laughs> we'll sell that on eBay. <laughs> that shirt would make so much money. Oh God. So we're we're fun. We're fun. We are we're, fun. We're a good time. We are. But yeah, there there's those there's those people that take it that one step too far. And again, I've been that person. Like one of the worst feelings I've ever had is when I when I very first moved to Chicago. I was living around the corner from a bar that I really like going into. Yeah. And motherfucking St. Patrick's Day happened <sighs> the first year. I moved here in January. Uh-huh. And St. Patrick's Day happened. Oh, your first Chicago St. Patrick's Day, huh? Yep. Cool. Well, I worked my first St. Patrick's Day. And also I, awful. Well, I blacked out during that. As well, you should. After, after work. So that day started with... Um, like, all I had was a protein shake because, you know, I'm fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had one protein. Yoked. <laughs> fucking yoked, bro. <laughs> I had one protein shake, and then I went to a party, like, a party. Uh, uh, some friends in my apartment building were getting ready to go to the parade, and I was getting ready to go to work, and I went over to their place. I had not even shots. I had it's one, like 7 a.m. It's like 7 a.m. Uh-huh. I, I had one beer over there. And then I went to work. And I worked. And everything was fine. But I hadn't eaten anything all day. And I remember <sighs> I got off of work. And I had like six two-hearteds. Rookie mistake, And like man. five shots. And before I know it, I'm flipping off my boss. <laughs> I'm trying to piss on the front window. I'm telling everybody to fuck off. I woke up on the floor in my apartment. Like almost, almost, almost to my bedroom door. Like so fucking I was, close. I, my head, my head was like a centimeter away from my closed bedroom door. I was like, oh, you were so close. So close. I almost made it. But then, like my next day off later on that week, uh, I was I when I moved here, I was I was doing uh, writing classes at Second City. So there was a bar around the corner, not not the regular bar that I would go into but a bar right across the alley from it that I would go into because they had really good specials and it was always quiet. And I was 23 when I moved here. Right. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Not 10. Not 10. Eight. Eight years ago. He's 31. I'm 31. We're the same age. Not 33. That's cool. I'm actually not 31. And I would... (laughs) Almost 31. So close. And I would... uh, I would I would write there in all my free time, and right after St. Patrick's Day, everybody in Chicago gets green kegs of Miller Lite, uh-huh. and they were doing dollar dollar <sighs> beers, and so I'm drinking those and drinking like two dollar JMOs, and before you know it, I'm blackout drunk. Jesus. And that's it. I blacked out. 
Yeah. I show up to work the next day, and my boss, like, I come up from downstairs, and my boss is, Your like... Your hole. <laughs> yeah, I come up from the hole downstairs. <laughs> that you crawled out of. Yeah, literally crawled out uh-huh. of. And my boss is up there, like, has his hands on the railing. He's like, so did you stop into said bar last night? I was like, I don't think so. He just starts laughing. He's like, yeah, you did. I was like, oh, mm. fuck. <laughs> Because he was friends with the owners of said bar. He's, what did you do? Well, I went in there and blacked out. I uh, called the bartender a cunt. As one does. And then punched the guy in the back of the head. Okay. Wow. That got aggressive and, really quick. And I like, mean, the cunt is okay. The punching, like, wow. And my boss is like, yeah, if it weren't you, <laughs> they would have arrested you. But they just kind of took you home. <laughs> LOL, thanks. <laughs> See ya. So, See you he's Friday. Like, he's like, everything's fine, but you got to go and apologize. I remember going in, and I <sighs> gave him like, just like an envelope of money and apologies. I'm so sorry that I called you a cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's $200. Jesus. That's the St. Patrick's Day, folks. Don't do it. But Don't partake. But obviously, like... They treated me great every time I went in there after that because I was very nice if I was blackout drunk, <laughs> and I would tip very well. well yeah, because you still, called the bartender a cunt. But still at the back of their mind, well, she was a cunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, still, they happen. still at the back of their minds, they're still like, oh, fuck. Forever, it's here. like, don't give this guy that many beers and that many well, shots. it's just like, fuck, Danny's here. Like, eh, is he going to... It's like a wild, you're a wild card. I'm a wild card. Yeah. Which is a lot of people that come into ours. And it's like the same thing. Like all I can think about is if I give this guy too many Tito's rocks, which by the way, if you drink vodka on the rocks, you're a fucking asshole because it does nothing for the taste of the vodka. The rocks does absolutely nothing. Then get it with water. It, it, well, it makes it water. That's why people like it. It's fucking stupid. Get it with water. Why, what's the point of a vodka soda then? I don't know because it's carbonated. It tastes like soda water. Whatever. That's there was something I, that I learned in a bartending class that said that if I'm you, sorry, you took bartending classes? I mean, I'm I sorry. Did, <laughs> I didn't. I'm Wait, sorry. Let, me, let, me, let me dial this back what? real quick. <laughs> so in Las Vegas, to get your bartender, like if you want to be in the union, you have to have a poor card, which is a $1,000 class that people take to be like a casino bartender where they make Twenty fucking dollars an hour. Right. Um, I did not take it. My friend did, and my friend told me that thing about the vodka, and it's kind of always stuck in my mind. Why? Like that was just like a funny little anecdote of hers. We were talking. Like she was like, we'd go to the. There's a bar. So the place that I worked at had a mall, and the mall had a bar. I can't say the name. What's your favorite line from Titanic? Which one? <laughs> I put the ring in the coat. I put the ring in the coat. And I put the coat on her. Um, also, follow me for awesome Billy Zane quotes. There was a bar in, or there was a mall in the bar. <laughs> so we used to go to this bar and she would have her homework because it's a, you know, it's a union-based class. So you've got to pass and you got to, they want to make sure that you're deserving the $20 an hour that you're getting right. as a union bartender. Right. And I remember sitting there with her getting fucked up and being like, yeah, whatever, I make $8 an hour. And reading it, and it was something about the vodka with ice literally does nothing for the flavor of the vodka. No. That's stupid. It dilutes it. Well, it's dumb. The only thing that ice ever brings the taste out of, or into, out of, whatever, (laughs) is whiskey. Yeah. 
Like you throw you throw a cube or two. That's how you do really like the nice, big rock, yeah. Or even just like one little. Like it it's called letting it breathe. It mm-hmm. literally lets it kind of evaporate out. It's a good thing. It's okay, tasty. well the whole there point is of no, this there is you're never gonna be like I want to let my Stoli Raz breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to let my deep Eddie Sweet Tea Vodka have a little breather. The whole point I of like that. To let it sit for a second. <laughs> I can just see this fucking ski. I'm gonna let this, it warm up a little bit. Chat at a bar. Like, you got some uh, like going up and hitting on a girl, being like, "I like to let my deep Eddie Sweet Tea green flavored tea vodka breathe." <laughs> like, and these girls being like, "What?" <laughs> He, like, he's drinking a scotch, like a yeah. really expensive scotch, but he's just got deep, eddy, and sweet and, tea vodka in and it. And he's got a swizzle straw. <laughs> it's like, this guy fucking rocks. Like, hey, you guys got any uh, sweet and low? <laughs> no sweet and low? How about a stevia? No stevia? <laughs> Shit, okay, I guess do you guys have like regular sugar. Do you guys have, like, five bucks that I could, like, have? <laughs> <laughs> also, can you pay my tab, please? <laughs> I ordered this, and I can't afford it. I can't afford my deep Eddie. Mom, it's can on, you come pick me up? It's on sale for three bucks, dude. <laughs> Does Deep Eddie even make vodka anymore? I don't know. I, I never... think we talked about this again like before, but I don't think that they do. No, and that's a terrible name. It's a bitch's vodka. It is I remember saying vodka. that before, but it's Isn't totally... Deep Eddie like no, that I'm thinking skinny girl margarita. That is a real housewife of bumblefuck. I don't know. Like, she created that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know if Deep Eddie exists. I remember going to Vegas my first time. And we'll just cut this off after this, because now we're just talking about stories of our past. Nothing wrong with that. Also good. Um, I remember going to Vegas the first time I was 21 and went to some, like, rooftop bar, and it was like, sweet tea vodka and lemonade, please. And they're like, yeah, that's $35 for one. I'm like cool for one it was 35 dollars for two it was like a club like a like a vegas club i mean i think i've told you there's the there was the one time i went to vegas it was right after i graduated from college and you ordered bubblegum vodka no (sighs) okay not quite that cool go on but i was i was there with uh with a group of my high school friends we Mm -hmm. were staying i forget where we were staying but um one of my one of my best friends from college, his ex girlfriend was there with some friends, and I was I was like, the two of them were cordial, so it wasn't weird if I was like, hey, I'm gonna go and hang out with Blah, and so I went and hung out with her and her friends, and it was just me and one of my friends. Like I was there with like ten, but they were all they they wanted to stay down on Fremont, mm-hmm. so I came over with my buddy Sean, and we meet up, and it's just my buddy's ex-girlfriend and another friend and i fell in love with this friend again it was perfectly my type big boobs tattoos listens to my chemical romance listens to my chemical romance she's literally got an ipod we'll talk about your ipod that i can see to my left by the way old school go on (laughs) 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 that's got all my i haven't updated that thing for obvious reasons because it won't we will in go into this in another episode so because long. to my left, no one can see it because there's no cameras. There is an old school iPod that I don't even think they make a charger for anymore. I have a charger for it. Of course you fucking do. I have a charger for it. Yeah, you it do. Probably, it'll probably turn on. I still listen to it. Uh-huh. Go on. It's got, because it's Danny from college. Yeah. Go on. Big blonde, big boobs, big tattoos. Boobs. 
She wasn't blonde. She was, wasn't blonde. She had dark hair. I'm dark not, hair. I'm not into blonde. Sorry, Jess. That's fine. <laughs> Life is pain. That's okay. <laughs> Some other time. I'll uh, see you guys later. <laughs> I'm out. Um, but so we were at uh, we were at New York, New York, and we were at some outdoor place. And the girl that I was hitting on was like, "Yeah, uh, let's let's do tequila." So there were four of us. I go up to the bartender again. I'm 22 years old from nine, Utah, nine years ago, like a little angel. And I was like, "Yeah, let me get uh, four shots of tequila." The guy's like, "That'll be sixty-eight dollars." It's like <laughs> for uh, huh? Four shots of tequila? Well, well, tequila, That'll right? Be, not the good stuff. <laughs> like the well, like the bottom of the barrel that you have there, please. I don't care where you've got it from. Hey, girls, is that Wayne Newton over there? <laughs> like, like, guy, you got to do something for me here. $68? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't make me pay with my mom's credit card. Seriously, just don't even give me anything. Give me water and lime. I don't care. Water and lime. They'll never know it's Vegas. Like, I paid with blood. I'm pretty sure I cut an artery and just gave it to him and he sucked so, on it. So you take negative uh, B, right? Yeah? Okay, <laughs> cool. You literally suck on my bloodline that, for it. That's fine. It was a good time. Yeah, actually, we take that. You are good. <laughs> Give them this water with a little squirt of lime, and you are good to go. Terrible. But yeah, so that's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between Vegas and Chicago. Okay. Well, I just knocked a shot glass over. All right. So we are going to wrap this up. Because we don't have sponsors yet. Anybody out there that wants to sponsor us, let us know. Um, I have social media. Do you have social media? I'm going to get better at it. Cool. I swear to God. Where can they find you at? Sir, so on Instagram, it's Serverwell Confessions. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, it's either server. <laughs> I'll, have to ch- I'll have to double check That's fine. on that. We'll figure it out. Anyways, <laughs> we'll figure it all you out. can find me on Instagram. It's J-A-E underscore R-A-E seven. Uh, Snapchat is the same. Facebook, I'm not giving you my last name, so we will figure that out later. Uh, also, yeah, the Instagram is Serverwell Confessions. Please follow us. We don't have a YouTube. I was going to say smash that like button. We don't have one yet. We'll no, get one. not yet. Why don't you tell them about the SoundCloud, though? Oh, yeah. Our SoundCloud is Serverwell Confessions, mm-hmm. and we will have episodes there and uploaded weekly, to iTunes. bi-weekly. We're going to get on iTunes eventually. This is our first episode Please like it. Please subscribe to our SoundCloud. We would love to keep this going because this is kind of my passion right now. I have joined Danny in my passion. You're my passion. I. You're welcome. I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know. No, we will figure I'm this out. I'm blushing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You kind of are. I'm blushing. No one can see what he really is. That's the heat. Please follow our Instagram. Please follow our SoundCloud. We will have episodes up hopefully on itunes soon and uh yeah we we out we out we out